You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hello and welcome to this, the Catholic Exchange Podcast, a very special edition here. I'm Michael Litchens, and I'm sitting here with Mr. Charlie McKinney, the president of Sophia Institute Press, as well as Catholic Exchange. And he's here to talk to us a little bit about AD, the upcoming series that premieres this Sunday on NBC, as well as the Catholic Resource Guides. Charlie, welcome to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. And Charlie, uh, for our listeners who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, sure. I'm, uh, I serve as president of Sophia Institute Press and oversee the work we do here and the books that we publish, uh, as well as of uh, Sophia Institute for Teachers, which is our program aimed at catechizing Catholic school teachers, CatholicExchange.com and CrisisMagazine.com. And uh been in this role for about three years and have been very excited about the opportunities that, that we've been able to work together on to evangelize the culture. Excellent. Well, it's good to have you here today, and as I told our listeners, we're talking a little bit about A.D., which is an upcoming series from the producers of the Bible, as well as Son of God, a movie that was released last summer. It premieres this Sunday. Can you tell us a little bit about A.D.? Yeah, this is an incredible series. You know, A.D. Uh, picks up where the Bible left off. So the Bible series, just to provide some context, uh, had over mm-hmm. 100 million viewers. It was aired on the History Channel. It was the product of Mark Burnett who's uh, executive producer of The Voice and Survivor and Shark Tank and several other uh, popular programs on network television. Uh, it was uh, produced by him and his wife, Roma Downey, who many people may recall from Touched by an Angel uh, mm-hmm. many, many years ago. Well, this was just a, a surprise success. I mean, like I said, 100 million viewers watched the Bible on the History Channel. Uh, and Mark and Roma wanted to keep this story going, and they approached NBC who uh, agreed to air a 12-part series on the Acts of the Apostles. And so it's just this incredible, uh, incredible story uh, that covers the first 10 uh, chapters of the Acts of the Apostles. And so this has got just gorgeous sense. They rebuilt Jerusalem in the Moroccan desert. They've got some high, high-level uh, cast that are part of this program. And it's and I've seen the first two episodes and it's just beautifully done, and it's just an incredible series and I can't wait to see it come out. You know, it's very rare that we get something of this kind of quality with this kind mm-hmm. of length and this authenticity uh, running on network television for three full months. And I think it's a, a great opportunity to evangelize the culture, and it's something that we're definitely excited to be a part of. Certainly. And you said it goes through the first 10 chapters of the Acts of the Apostles. So that's covering everything from the meeting in Jerusalem uh, to, I believe, the conversion of St. Paul even, right? Yeah, that's right. So, um, uh, yeah, and it's all, it's, it's, I mean, they've got the whole thing is completely authentic. And obviously, you know, they're telling these stories and uh, mm-hmm. you, you sort of, um, I don't know, what was most touching to me about watching the first couple of episodes was, it, it humanizes the apostles, you know, in the days after or the day after the crucifixion. It's the confusion and the, you know, recalling what Jesus had said and struggling with faith. I mean, it really uh, humanizes uh, and brings to light, I think, things that just, you know, you never really, uh, it gives you other ideas, other things to meditate mm-hmm. on when thinking of thinking about the, the apostolic age. Uh, so, yeah, it goes through the first hit. So it's really, I mean, it really covers pretty much in depth um, 
you know, the, the, the years after, right after the crucifixion. Okay. And it sounds like uh, it's, you've mentioned several times that it's a pretty faithful retelling. Uh, would you say it's a good for us Catholics living and we'll be watching it? Would you say it's pretty faithful from a Catholic standpoint? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, there's not, we've read the scripts, our team has read the scripts and there's nothing in there, uh, that we've seen that Catholics would be appalled by. Uh, it is mm. very ecumenical, oh, appalled by, I even go stronger than that. That's even against church teachings, right? So, um, right. we know that, um, we know that it's dramatized in the sense that it's fictionalized. Uh, there are conversations between Pontius Pilate and his wife, or there's conversations between the apostles that simply aren't there. But they got, they brought Catholic biblical scholars. They had Protestant biblical scholars there as well to make sure that, uh, that it stayed very true to the authenticity of the book and mm-hmm. uh, in those sort of fictionalized accounts that it tr- stayed true to the spirit of the book as well so that um, so that Catholics and and Protestants alike would not find anything in there that's objectionable uh, or that would um, that they would they, that they would have some concern about and so uh, to that end uh, I can attest, to, based on what I know, that there's nothing that it's something that Catholics would be should be very proud to be a part of, to watch, to share, and use it as a tool mm-hmm. as a tool for evangelization. Uh, you've seen the t- first two episodes. I should let our listeners know you actually got to go down to New York uh, to see this premiere. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like to see the first two episodes? Oh yeah, well, uh, yeah. So we we went down this past week to uh, New York where they had the the premiere and the red carpet and a lot of the cast was there. It was pretty neat to be a part of that. Um, but it was also really cool to spend some time with uh, Roma and Mark Burnett and see how excited they were about Sophia mm-hmm. Institute Press's involvement in this and the resources that we've been able to put together and um, and all the cast had seen the, the book so that was really exciting to be a part of that so we took down the um, we took down to New York the author of the viewers guide Veronica Burchard as well mm-hmm. as uh, Carolyn who did the graphic design in there so it was a real it was a real treat for them to be a part of uh, to be a part of the premiere I could tell <laughs> we did put some of those pictures up on Sophie Institute Press's uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. for anyone who wants to take a look. Uh, by all means, stop by the Facebook page and have a look. It's really exciting to see. And uh, to go back to the evangelization point, how do you think Catholics can use the show to really evangelize folks and let them know? Uh, I, you and I both grew up Protestant, and I think it's a common American Protestant understanding that the resurrection happened and then the church just kind of rested until the Martin Luther came about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this show might kind of help fill yeah. in the gaps for look, folks? Look, this is this is you know, uh, uh, Michael. I, I I don't know what you uh, when you were raised as a Protestant, whether or not you thought, for example, that Peter was the head of the church. That certainly wasn't something that I was aware of. Um, mm-hmm. But this book, excuse me, this series puts Peter front and center as the leader of the ah. apostles. And I think in that sense, it's really going to open some eyes of a lot of Protestants who may not have ever uh, considered Peter as the leader of the church. Uh, it's got in this in the first couple episodes, Mary saying as much, Jesus saying as much, uh, and so that's I, that's pretty significant. I think it's something that we should be happy about. 
Yeah, and I think for us all spiritually to see that the one that these guys prior to Pentecost were still struggling with faith, even though they saw Jesus face to face. You know, you you know Saint Thomas, uh, the famous you know words of Saint Thomas saying that I'm not going to believe unless I see the holes in his hands and the, his side pierced. Um, so I think in that sense, what's really helpful to all of us in terms of a spiritual life is seeing these, in terms of our own spiritual life, is seeing these men struggle, struggle with faith. And then what happened to them after the descent of the Holy Spirit and how the grace that comes from that turns them into, into new people. Uh, and so you see that transformation before you on screen in a very significant way. Uh, and I think that's something that certainly is a point of conversation with our friends on what the uh, on what the peace of Christ can bring you in times of struggle and how important the Holy Spirit is in our lives for understanding what our true purpose is. Uh, so Catholic or not, I think that's very important, but particularly from the Catholic point of view, seeing the formation of the early church um, is and and how much how close God was to these people as they were forming it and putting together and, and gathering their adherents, I think is is significant story that has not, to my knowledge, been as effectively told using modern media than what a, mm-hmm. the Bible continues is giving us. Okay, wow. So some really great points for evangelization, especially I think the visual medium is a helpful way to start talking about this. And oh, just to ask a little bit about the show, uh, I don't know if spoilers alert are appropriate for this series. Most of us know kind of what happened. But for you, seeing those two first two episodes, what was for you the most moving scene? Well, the crucifixion, it starts with the crucifixion. I think oh, I, wow. I, the, in the first, uh, it starts with the crucifixion and the resurrection. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then it moves very quick. I, I would say, obviously, it's it's hard for a scene not to be more powerful than the crucifixion mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, it, but you know the other thing that really that really struck me was how our lady was the only one of all the apostles who had complete faith and was the only one who didn't doubt whether or not he was going to rise in three days and everybody else was struggling with what all of this meant and I just thought that I mean, she's full of grace, and we know that, and we see mm-hmm. we see what the kind of faith that you can have when you're full of grace. And I, I that really struck me as something that was, um, I don't know, I recall that as, as much as I do, more than I do any other element of the first two episodes. So Mary actually has a pretty significant role in this series then. Well, yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, I mean, certainly she's only mentioned once in the, in the first 10 chapters of Acts, as I recall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's, she's there and Mary Magdalene's there, uh, and we know that they were, um, and we know that Our Lady was there at, and w- the one point where she's mentioned in the first 10 books of Acts is at Pentecost. So she, we know that she mm-hmm. was there then. Um, so yeah, she certainly has in the early, in the, um, in the early part of the series, a, a, a strong role. Wow. Okay. Well, that's something to be very encouraged about. And, uh, this premiere is this Sunday, Easter Sunday, and it goes all 12, 12 weeks, as many folks probably did. I grew up watching Jesus of Nazareth every Easter. It was always on network TV. Do you think this is a good show for keeping on Easter? Yeah, I think so. Well, my and my understanding is that if this program goes well, they're going to keep the keep the story going. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, and so hopefully this will become an annual series that NBC runs. It, you know, it'll depend on, you know, ratings and things like that to see of course. whether or not it happens. Yes. I do. I think it's a good 
a good series to air. Yeah, and I think, frankly, the Bible series that aired a couple of years ago on the History Channel is a great, is a really good um, series to watch as well, leading up, leading up to Easter, uh, mm-hmm. because you know there's the episode on that begins with Palm Sunday and then it ends with the crucifixion and resurrection. So I think both of these programs are very appropriate for that. And uh, to go a little bit into the resource guides, you mentioned that uh, Sophia Institute Press is putting out a couple of books on this series. Can you tell us a little bit about those two? Yeah, sure. So we've got two. I mean, we were so we just felt like this project was so important. We wanted to get involved in it and help give folks the tools that they needed to leverage this. I mean, tens of millions of people who watch this. It's a great opportunity to mm-hmm. evangelize. So we put together two books. One is called Ministers and Martyrs. The Ultimate Catholic Guide to the Apostolic Age. So this book was written by Mike Acolina, who's written dozens of books, and he's probably mm-hmm. the, the foremost expert in terms of the apostolic age. And so he created essentially uh, a primer on the early church. And so what mm-hmm. you have here is what were the apostles facing? You know, what what did the city of Jerusalem look like? What were the various uh, political parties that were struggling against one another um and then he kind of walked walks through also what you know how god revealed himself to the apostles and what pentecost meant and how that sort of changed the attitude and what the pharisees were doing in rome i mean it's just it's just an incredible book that gives us a comprehensive but very readable uh overview of what the early church looked like so we're also we're also seeing you know, what did the, what, you know, how was, you know, what did the early mass look like? And, you know, what did the early Christians say about the divinity of Christ? And, you know, just how did they look at all of this stuff? And so Mike, I mean, he starts, he's just so incredible. He starts the book by simply saying, forget everything you know, because when we think of that age, we're looking at icons, which had not been developed yet, or we're, you know, we're seeing it through the lens of history. But he says, let's just clear all that away and let's go back and let's, let's see the world as they saw it and then he Mm. just sort of begins from there and unpacks the apostolic age for us and and probably uh i mean there's probably no better primer than than this book ministers and martyrs then uh there's a second book it's actually the viewer's guide that you mentioned veronica richard wrote yes Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so this this book is um it's an episode by episode guide, and it's got little background reading, so you get some theological and historical context mm-hmm. on the upcoming episode. And then we've got uh, a map. We've we've had maps drawn for each of the episodes, so you know, you know, where did Peter, you know, Peter travel from here to there? You know, what, where was he going? So you see what um, you get some context on where things are in relation to one another. And like okay. on, the, on chapter one, for example, you know, where was Calvary versus the tomb and versus the temple? You know, so just having some context there is very helpful. And then we've got um, uh, like outlines, a uh, little descriptions on each of the characters. So, you know, if Caiaphas is in the, you know, who was Caiaphas or who is Cornelia, Cornelius? And, you know, if there's some fictionalized characters that tells you that as well and what their role is. So it helps you, you know, put, put some, um, Put some context around it helps you engage with the episode a little better and then throughout we've got bible quotes we've got quotes from saints but then what makes this mm-hmm. great for like study groups or for even just family discussion as we've got previewing questions that you can you know let's just talk about a family you do previewing questions that you could talk about with the kids or talk about with each other just sort of get your mind uh ready for the episode and then we've got 
post-viewing questions. So why did Peter feel so guilty about denying Christ? And where are the ways, in, you know, when have you felt guilty for, you know, violating one of the Ten Commandments or disobeying Jesus, right? So stuff like that to help you really kind of delve into it and pull the most out of the episode. And then, um, and then little did you know questions that, that are really mm-hmm. kind of cool. And, um, and then it ends with a section on like, how do you take the spiritual components of this episode and apply them to your own life? And then it ends with a prayer that um it ends with a, a a closing prayer so it's a i mean this veronica burchard she's and she's on our staff she runs our sophia institute for teachers program and mm-hmm. she did an, an incredible 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 job and it's you know it's full colored it's got pictures on every page and it's just it's just beautiful i i, I can't say enough about what the team did to put this together I, i'm so proud of it and uh and i can't imagine that anybody who doesn't get their hands on this are going to consider this one of the best purchases they've made all year. Great. And uh, here's my big question for our little interview. What, with the resource guides that Sophia is publishing, as well as the show, what do you hope is the biggest takeaway that Catholic viewers and readers can take with them after it's all done? Well, I think with everything, what I hope people take away is that is they is they grow closer to Christ. Uh, mm. That's sort of the core of it all. And everything else, certainly, everything else flows from that, right? And so, certainly, um, you know, Michael, I'll tell you this. It's just a small anecdote. The other thing is just reading scripture. When I, after I watched the first two episodes, I, I went back and I read the book of Acts. And I got to tell you, I, I can't. I can't recall the last time I sat down and read the book of Acts. I mean, when you pick up scripture, when mm-hmm. I do, I, you know, I tend to, I'll read from the gospels or I'll go to, you know, Galatians or something, but I, I rarely picked up the book of Acts and this, I, I, I went and I read the book of Acts. Um, wow. and so it certainly, it drove me towards scripture and there's no downside to that. And I think, and I was thinking no. <laughs> after I did that, I thought, you know, what if hundreds of thousands of people are doing the same thing? They're picking up their Bible. Uh, and perhaps many of them haven't picked up a Bible in years because they get intrigued by the story. You know, they say the book's always better. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, so what do I hope that we can get out of this? I, I hope that we can drive more people to Christ. I hope that we can pull people closer to Him. I hope that we can help them see that people did a, a great deal of suffering for Him out of faith and out of love, and that uh, He did a lot for us out of love, and that and that uh, by having the same commitment that the apostles did and the early Christians did uh, that, you know, perhaps we too can become saints one day. Well, all good goals. I have to agree with you on that one, Charlie, of course. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) uh, To go back to the books, I am curious to know, and I'm sure several of our listeners are, how did this project come about? Like, how did you end up working with NBC to create these guides? Well, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's never really clear. I mean, certainly, um, I believe God had his hand in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we had a, a common friends among the people at Lightworkers Media, who, uh, is Mark Burnett and Roman Downey's, uh, project that does faith-based initiatives or faith-based, uh, uh, work in Hollywood. And we had some mm-hmm. common friends, uh, and they were looking to develop resources for the Catholic market. And somebody suggested, Hey, you ought to take a look at Sophia Institute Press. Uh, they're doing a lot of good work. It's good quality. And so we were asked to submit a product line, which we, I mean, we did like the next day, and um, and within a couple of weeks, we had the we had this we we were given the contract, and then we got to work right away. And that was in late October. So really, wow. um, I mean, we we got I mean, our team mobilized fast to produce mm-hmm. these two resource 
collapses in the months of November, December, January. And we went to print in early February. And um, and then they arrived in our warehouse a couple of weeks ago. And, and it's been, you know, it's, it was it was pretty incredible to be working with the guys on the set in Morocco to get us the images that they were just filming the day before in order to put in a beer's mm-hmm. guide before print. And, um, but, you know, and then, uh, you know, Barnes & Noble, is pick, they're putting displays in, in 550 of their stores of these resources. So, you know, I, I just feel, I feel like God gave us this opportunity in order to um, in order to uh, produce something that's so high quality and so spiritually enriching uh, that we can serve those people who want to use this as a tool to go deeper into scripture and into a deeper relationship with Christ. Yes, and uh, as I, you, my dear listener, have probably gathered, this is a very similar response that I got from the Dominican brothers last week when I did their interview. And it seems that God's providence works through everyone, and we all feel that way. And that's really exciting with this project, that there's a way to have a show that gives you a visual medium to tell the story of the early apostles, but also to have a guide to really get deep into the scriptures and into the Bible. And on that note, on my next question, uh, you mentioned that this made you want to read scripture more. And so when you went back to the scriptures and were comparing it to the show, how was the experience of having both those mediums for you? Oh, well, I mean, it's, you know, it's really interesting because, um, you know, the Acts of the Apostles, I mean, it's the first 10 chapters is very short. And mm-hmm. and so there's not, uh, obviously, there's more uh, fictionalization. There's fictionalization in the show in order because it's 12, I mean, it's 12 hours of filming to cover uh, 10 chapters in the book of Acts. Um, what effect did it have on me? It, I would say the biggest kind of takeaway for me was just that seeing it opened it up in a new way for me there were different sort of ways that the show portrayed things that showed it in a way that i hadn't seen before or thought about before Mm -hmm. and so uh being able to go back to scripture and sort of read more in depth or, or uh yeah read more about what the truth of scripture said was a pretty incredible experience but i will say this it reinforced for me all the more that this program is trying to stay true to the authenticity of scripture and certainly the mm-hmm. spirit in terms of, uh, you know, what the apostles said about, you know, following Jesus and giving everything to him. It certainly stayed true to the spirit of scripture as a whole. Um, and so, and so both of those are pretty big takeaways for me. To talk about staying true to scripture, as most folks know, Hollywood has been trying to get back into biblical epics and let's just be honest here, they have not done a very good job. There was Noah, of course, with Rosa Crow, and then there was afterwards uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings, right. that a lot of people felt didn't really stay true to the story. You think this is, in your experience, this has been a completely different undertaking compared to those two films and others like it? Yeah, so I, I don't know enough about the background on Exodus and Noah, other than that they uh, they missed the boat, so to speak. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so I will say that the people who my understanding is the people who worked on AD got to choose whether or not they want to be a part of this project. Every single uh-huh. person that we've worked with on this project have all been Christians and they've all been excited about it. This isn't simply for them a uh, a new show or some strategy for making money. The people that opted in to participate in the production of this program were Christians. 
Um, mm-hmm. Now, I will, so to answer your question another way, if Hollywood has learned anything from its botching of Noah and Exodus, it's that botching biblical stories makes for a failure in the box office. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, because neither of those movies uh, did exceptionally well. Now, take uh, the series on the Bible that ran on the History Channel. Okay? Mm-hmm. They got hundreds of millions of years. It was the number one show on cable television last year. Right. It was the number two downloaded show on Amazon. It was, wow. uh, they just played it on Telemundo, and it was the number one series that's ever played on Spanish language television okay Mm. now this was a simple production that was over 10 episodes you see what happens and i and i think that and i think this is why nbc has been very has allowed them to stay true to the i don't know what nbc's motivation is but that nobody has stopped them from staying true to the story because they know that if you deviate from the truth that it's going to fail but if you Mm -hmm. stay true to it then Christians are looking for high-quality, good, authentic productions that bring the Bible stories to life in a new way. And I think that's why, I think that's why, uh, that's what sets this project apart from these box office busts like Noah and Exodus. Okay, great. Regarding uh, working with NBC and they're premiering this, it seems like they're putting a lot of publicity behind AD. How's your experience been working with them and promoting the series and also our resources? Yeah, it's been great. I, I We were just on a call last week with uh, with NBC and they were saying that AD, the Bible continues, is getting more publicity and marketing dollars than any other program on NBC, with the exception of the Super Bowl. So, and, wow. I, and when I was in New York, I saw AD on the side of buses, it was on cabs, it was on billboards. And so clearly they're putting a lot of emphasis behind this and they feel, they're convinced that it's going to be a success. And so, uh, and I think they're right. Uh, the quality of the production of the episodes I've seen are certainly of the highest quality. And I think it's something NBC is going to be proud to have to have jumped on and, and ran on network television. Excellent. And uh, to also our listeners and readers, I want you to know on Catholic Exchange, we'll be showing some resources. You may have seen the little blurbs here on our Facebook page. We'll actually be giving you all the resources you need as well as to send you to the books so you can purchase them and bring them into your home. But there will be resources, so keep a watch on CatholicExchange.com. Also listen to this podcast, subscribe if you haven't already, and you'll be hearing a little bit more. And finally, I want to bring it back to Charlie. Uh, just ask you one last question. What, uh, in all of this, uh, with AD The Bible Continues, what's the conversation you're looking forward to having with people who see the series on Monday morning after they've seen it Sunday night? I'm eager to, I'm eager to hear whether, you know, how other people have, how other people respond to having and watch the watch the program and mm-hmm. what are the different takeaways that they got out of it you know certainly there are things that stood out to me uh, and I'm eager to see what stands out to other people and um, and sort of have a, a discussion about uh, whether it be scripture or the spiritual life or the lives of the apostles um, from my point of view I think this is probably one of the biggest benefits of having a series like this on network television, which is that there are going to be countless such conversations in workplaces all across the country, you know, 
talking about the Bible uh, and the apostles and Jesus. And so um, I'm definitely eager to experience that myself uh, mm-hmm. after more people have, uh, after people see the first episode and we're able to, to talk about it. Um, and certainly what I, what I want out of it more than anything for the culture is just to have that deeper conversation about Jesus and people not, not to be afraid or to be given the confidence that they need to spread the faith and be proud Christians and know that the traditions uh, and the history of our faith is one that's filled with both martyrs as well as people who fearlessly spread the faith. And given mm-hmm. the culture that we're in today and given how hostile so many elements of our culture are towards Christianity, uh, I'm not going to pretend we've got it worse than the apostles did. But certainly we have our own responsibility to leverage opportunities like AD, uh, leverage it for, for Christ, for God, for the culture, to change the culture. And what I can't wait to see is how, if this happens, if we're able to make something out of this. And if we can, in some small way, play a role in that towards bringing people to Christ, then I'll be mm-hmm. very happy. Yeah, won't we all? Thank you, Charlie. And for all of you listening and reading CatholicExchange.com, subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. We're going to be talking about AD. We'll have resources for you to learn more about the Apostolic Age. I'll be bringing on more guests after that first episode is aired to have our reactions and our thoughts on the show. So keep here. We'll be here on the Catholic Exchange podcast. Let your friends know. Keep sharing this on Facebook. And Charlie, once more, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to learn more about AD, the books, and I'm very excited to hear the conversations Monday morning. Well, thanks, Michael. It's good to, good to be with you. Thank you, and God bless you all. I hope you all have a very happy Easter. God love you. May Christ be in your lives. Cheers. Cheers.